Welcome back to the Adventures with Sarah P podcast. I am your host, Sarah P, a 19-year-old girl trying to figure out this whole adulting thing through life's adventures. And before we get into today's episode, I firstly want to say happy Valentine's Day. Well, you're listening to this. It is Valentine's Day. So if you celebrate, happy Valentine's Day. I'm kind of like not really a Valentine's Day celebrator because... I don't know, I feel like it's just like a marketing tactic to get companies to get you to spend money. And so I will be spending my Valentine's Day going to class because I have class. I'm pretty busy from uh, 11 a.m. to 6.15 p.m. And I'm not really going to want to do anything after that. So I'm probably going to read my book and enjoy a little night in and do some homework. But um, if you do celebrate Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. I will say I'll probably wear like pink or red just to like be with everyone else and like not stand out but I like wearing little bows in my hair I like little self-care night but I'm not one to decorate but if you are that's great I love that for you I just I can't get into it and it's probably because I'm single but that's not what today's episode is about today's episode is about boys so I don't know why, but I'm really nervous to film this episode, and my friend Sophia convinced me to film it, so here we are. So I'll start with, like, a little dating background, I guess. Um, It all started in fifth grade. I had my first boyfriend in fifth grade, and it lasted about nine months, I think, and then he broke up with me on my birthday, my 11th birthday, and it was because I was too focused on the future. Like I was like planning our wedding or something, which I think is hilarious now because I don't even want a wedding. I kind of just want to elope and call it good. Um, but we haven't met that person yet. So we're still waiting on the person, but I have the plan in my head. So I just find that funny that he broke up with me because I was thinking about our wedding in fifth grade and now I'm here today and don't really want a wedding. So there was that. And then there was another boyfriend my senior year of high school and that only lasted two months. And I will say he was a great human being, but the problem was is he would like talk to like my parents or like my friends and be like oh my gosh like she's so cool well I that's what I've been told and so like he really would be like wow like she's amazing but he never said that to me so like I never got those affirmations to myself instead I'll give you two stories both things my friends and I joke about now story number one is it is homecoming and I have like naturally wavy hair And so I think, well, now it's more wavy. I used to straighten my hair in middle school. And so my hair had become like very straight, like pin straight without straightening it. And so at the time, like my hair like used to be naturally straight. And now I feel like it's more so wavy because I stopped using heat on it. And it's now back to its like natural roots, I guess you could say. But for homecoming I decided to curl my hair. I really like how I look with curled hair, like especially with like like freshly curled hair for like pageant or prom homecoming whatever and so we're taking pictures and I'm like having a conversation with like him and I it's just the two of us and he he has I I'm pretty sure his intention was to be like I like you how like you naturally look like I like you 
like when you're not all dolled up but that was just not the timing to pull that because he goes yeah I mean like your makeup or I like your hair better straight than curled and then like in another part of a conversation he was like yeah like your makeup's just a lot and I'm I don't want to believe and I don't believe he intended it to be like in a mean way like I don't think that was his intention at all but that's how it came to me and I was like huh and didn't break up with him after that then story number two is it's finals midterm week some sort of exam situation and I'm talking to this man about how I'm stressed because I have like a diving competition coming up we have exams coming up like I'm worried about college like trying to get recruited and this man goes Sarah it's not good to stress and I told my mom about this and we talk about it all the time like anytime there's any little thing that I'm stressed over that is her immediate comeback to me is Sarah stressing's not good for you so I will say when in doubt out of that relationship we got two funny stories that like my friends and I and my family can joke about now but I broke up with him and I just like the relationship wasn't what I wanted I felt like he was a little too clingy and I just like I also just didn't get that like like I knew he liked me but I didn't know because he never told me and I feel like my love language is like positive affirmations like words and so I just wasn't getting that and so anyway here we are today <laughs> and I will say I feel like I've only had two boyfriends because of my dad and not because my dad is some scary man, although I have been told that by a couple boys. They like were like, yeah, your dad's a little intimidating. And to me, he's just this lovely little teddy bear. But my dad is definitely a girl's dad, and he has just treated me with such respect, and he's really showed me how a man should treat me or a woman in general. And so I want to like share some of the things that like are the reasons I guess like why I feel like I have such high standards I guess you could say or that like I'm not gonna like date someone just because I'm feeling lonely and like I need something to fill be filled like for me my like t like what I'm looking for in a relationship is someone that's going to like treat me with respect and like be there when I like need them I'll be there when they need them like we're both gonna like make each other better and I haven't found that yet and I also like am fine being by myself and I don't need a person to like be by my side 24 7 like I would much rather be alone in my room reading a book watching a movie than spending time with someone I don't like and that's just something that I've had to learn like throughout life and so back to like my dad uh this man the like number one thing that I can think of when I think of why I have h such high standards is this man sat in the snow in Minnesota with me for me for an Olivia Rodrigo concert for songs that he knew obviously I don't well I actually don't know but I'm assuming Olivia Rodrigo was not is not his favorite artist of all time and he sat in the snow because I wanted to be at the front of the barricade like I wanted to do things and so I just think about that sometimes and I'm like 
if my boyfriend is not going to sit in the snow with me for six and a half hours to do something, then I don't really want it. And that's just something that like he has done. Like another example is when I'm at home, if we're at a pageant diving competition, walking down the street and I ask him to take a picture, this man has been trained, I will say, to take the world's best photos. And he will stop what he's doing just to make sure that I'm able to get my photos, which is so sweet. And just, I don't know, like, it's just like, that's what I'm looking for and I just haven't found it yet and that's okay because when the time is right the right person will come along and I just have to keep telling myself that and I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen so it's fine but he's just really nice to my friends and he remembers their names and I think I've just seen on TikTok and in life like some dads that don't remember their friends' names. Like, like I'll be friends with someone for, like, a couple years and their dad still doesn't know who I am. I've never met their dad. And obviously, everyone's situation is different, but there's just something about having that in my life that really helped me, I guess, put into perspective, like, what I'm looking for, like, what I want and how I want to be treated. So, shout out to my dad. You're the best. Thank you. Um, we've talked about, like, I've called him before because there we we talked about like how I just like he was like yeah like growing up like we just always assumed like boyfriends were gonna be like an issue and you just that's never been the case like he's like talked about like how some of his friends or like people from work have like had like boyfriend or like relationship horror stories of like their kids and my dad's like yeah we just haven't had that so I guess thanks but uh in response I just tell him that like it's because of him like not in a bad way, but, like, he's the reason, like, I haven't had to experience that just because he set the bar so high for me that, like, my standards will not be lowered. And I have some dating or, like, relationship non-negotiables that kind of go either way for, like, a partner or, like, a friend. And so I wanted to share some of these with you because I feel like also, like, with my dad, I've also set these for myself and he's been able to kind of, like, show me them but also like it's important to like set some non-negotiables whether you think about them in your head or you write them down and so just so you remember like what you're looking for I think is super important whether it's in a friend or a significant other I have the first thing on here good communicator slash listener I have learned communication is so important, whether it's been with an ex-boyfriend, with a friend, with my family, I've just learned that you need to communicate, even if you think it's something so small, that something so small can grow to be something so big, and if you haven't communicated it, no one's gonna know, like, no one can read your mind, no matter how hard you try to, like, hint at it, or, like, just tell them. And that's something that I've learned and that's something I'm still working on is just being a good and open communicator because I feel like it's super important because when you close yourself off, when you shut down, like that's not helping the situation, (laughs) even though you just like don't want to talk to anyone and you just want to like slam the door and go into your room, it's not doing anyone any favors. And so just being a good communicator is something that I'm looking for. And that's something that like I'm still working on myself. So good communicator, number one. Number two, has independent activities. I think it's super important to know who you are and you can do this through independent activities. When someone asks me like, oh, like what are my hobbies? Reading is 
Well, okay. When someone asks me, it kind of depends on the situation because number one, I say like social media, like I love my podcast, my YouTube channel, all that fun stuff, Instagram, TikTok. But then number two is either yoga because I love to do yoga, whether I'm teaching it, whether I'm doing it. It's an independent activity. I don't need anyone to come with me. Like I'm good doing it on my own, watching a YouTube video, going into a class like that is my jam or reading. I love to read a good book in my little book chair that I just bought, which it's from Amazon and it's like a foldable chair and it fits perfectly in my apartment. I can just pop her up anywhere and I can just sit and read my book and it makes me so happy. So those are just some of the things I like to do by myself, going to the gym, walking on the treadmill, just walking around the block or like on the beach. Something I really love to do that can be like with like all of these can be with someone else, but there's something that I like to do by myself. Sometimes I'll bring my dad along or a friend but most of the time, like, this is something I like to do by myself. It is my activity. It's my hobby. I enjoy doing my independent things. Also, it's important to, like, enjoy things together with people. But those are just some things that I think is important. And I think it's a good quality to look for. If someone can spend time by themselves, that means that they, like, know who they are and what they, like, kind of want in life. Well, I don't know what I want in life, but I like to do things by myself and I feel like I've learned a lot about myself and so I'm able to make that skill like go into being a good communicator and I feel like it's just something really important to look for and if someone doesn't have like an independent hobby, like obviously that's not like a turn away, but if they do, that's something where I'm like, oh, like that's interesting, like good to know. Next, we have good manners. This is something I've seen a lot since like being in high school and college is some people just don't say like thank you or like you know have like good well not like etiquette but like just like manners like you obviously don't have to be like yes ma'am no sir like I'm not looking for that like I'm just looking for someone like when you sacrifice something like you just say thank you like that goes a long way with me. I'm not sure why but it does like when someone like holds the door open I'm like oh my gosh thank you like little things like that just make me like really happy and so that's something I look for again with all of these well I guess I will say good communicator might be a turn away but most of these are something that I'm like looking for but if someone doesn't have it it's not like a turn away it's just something that I'm like keeping an open mind about like when I'm in a relationship I kind of like think about these things and see if they're there and not that like I'm looking to fix somebody but if they don't have one of them like willing to work with them to be like oh like thank you and like overemphasizing it kind of so like they start picking up on it but I'm not trying to fix anybody I'm just like these are some things that I'm like keeping open like minds about and just like things that like kind of attract me toward people so next we have my non my next non-negotiable is emotionally mature I think this is super important because not being emotionally mature, not being able to recognize your emotions is kind of a turn like turn off for me, like whether it's in a friend or in a relationship, like that's just not appealing to me. Like if you don't know how to like one handle your emotions, listen to your emotions, like I like most of the time, not all the time. Obviously everyone's different, but what I've found is those people kind of attack you and like go towards like what you're confident about or what you're insecure about and they just start attacking you because they don't know how to deal with their emotions through themselves and that is such a turnoff for me like I 
need to I see like I want to say like I need to work on that but it's like I don't want to have to deal with someone else's problems like that's not like I need to focus on myself in that instinct and like I understand that you're struggling but like if you're not willing to listen to yourself like there's nothing really I can do to make the situation better and so that's something I really look for is emotional maturity because I want to surround myself around people that have that and like are mature enough to listen to their emotions and so that is something I find very important. Next we have supportive so this could be in anything just like my goals like my goal is to work in social media i'm not really sure with what yet i just know that i love creating content looking at the analytics and all that fun stuff and so i want people that are going to support me in that journey whether it's my friends my family my relationships and so the people that aren't so supportive of that or like make fun of that or just you know talk negatively about it i kind of distance myself from them just because i don't need that negative energy if I want to do something, I'm going to put my mind to it and I'm going to do it. And I don't want to have to have in a close circle that negativity. Next. Okay. So this goes for dating. Um, I want my parents and close friends approval. I feel like this is going to be pretty easy. I feel like my mom was just talking about how when she was getting her hair done, her hairdresser like asked my mom about like, oh, like, are you worried about Sarah bringing home any like boys you don't approve of? And my mom was like, no she has such high standards and I feel like with this like this one's gonna become pretty easily because I feel like the person that I like is gonna like my friends because we're gonna be very similar and so I'm not too concerned about this one but it is something where like if my parents have like my mom is somehow always right about my friends and so if she has like a gut feeling about somebody like I'm gonna listen to her and I'm gonna be like mm, I'm okay thank you and so this one I feel like should come easily but it's something I'm gonna remember because my close friends and my family are only wanting what's best for me and I know this like I think I either read about this or like it was in a movie or something where one of the like there was character a and character a's boyfriend was cheating on her and character a's friend tried to tell her and she like was like well you're just jealous and like you're not like wanting what's best for me like you're just trying to make me like upset and in reality like he was cheating on her and so i think it's just important to like for me to remember that my friends only want what's best for me and my family only wants what's best for me and so i'm going to listen to them on that and while I've never had this situation before, and I hope I never do, but I will be listening to my parents. So that's kind of another non-negotiable that I have. So going into like setting high standards, I think it's important to remember that setting high standards doesn't mean seeking perfection, but rather creating a relationship about what creating a relationship that aligns with your values. I think that's super important because I have had people like tell me like, your standards are way too high like that's so unrealistic and obviously it's not unrealistic if my dad can help me set those standards so that's like comeback number one comeback number two is I'm not looking for someone to fill like a void or like just be there to support me like I feel like I can do that on my own like I'm more so looking for a person that's gonna make me a better person and that I'm also gonna make a better person and so for that, like, I just think that's really important to keep in mind is when you're setting high standards, I'm not looking for perfection. Like I'm obviously like looking for someone who has good manners, has, is like a good communicator or is working on being a good communicator, working on themselves. Like that's something that I'm looking for. And so 
I'm obviously not looking for perfection. And I think that's super important to remember when talking about high standards just in general. But I feel like being able to set those high standards, you have to know your values. You have to know who you are as a person because if you don't know who you are as a person, how are you going to look for whatever your values are in someone else? And so I think that's super important. Just spending time with yourself, journaling, talking to someone and kind of just figuring out those things. I feel like it's kind of a longer process and a not so fun process. But once you kind of get on the path, it's kind of easy to keep going down the road and just be able to pick up on things that you're like, oh yeah, like that's something that I didn't notice before that I really value. Next is establishing boundaries. This one, super important. Whether it's a friendship, a relationship, just having roommates, just being in a space with other people, I think it's super important to establish boundaries. And for me, this one was kind of difficult just because I don't really like conflict and so I kind of just like to like brush things under the rug and so that's where I feel like I was lacking as a good communicator is I was just kind of like letting these things build up until a point where it became too much for me to keep sweeping under the rug and then I would just blow up and so what I've kind of learned is for me I have to start either letting those little things go like I'll write them out in my journal and like let all my anger out or I need to bring them up and so I've learned that I need to either speak up or just write it down in my journal and so that's kind of how I've been able to work on establishing my boundaries and being able to communicate them. Next I have self-respect. I think this one is super important because I feel like I have so much respect for myself because I know what I've been through in life and I know like how I've gotten to where I am. And so being able to respect yourself is super important because if you can't respect yourself, then someone else isn't going to respect you. I mean, they might, but more than likely they won't. They'll just keep walking all over you. And I've seen this with a lot of people. And so I think it's super important to really value yourself. And if you're not able to do that, just know there we can get there. It just might take a little bit of time because depending on where you're at where I was at where I feel like I was my lowest it took me a while to get back up to be confident to where I am now and so I think getting self-respect is a journey and it's not the funnest journey but it is something that's super important that I think we should value and so getting there and being able to have that respect for yourself, other people are going to respect you. And so I feel like it's super important to have. Prioritizing emotional well-being. Another important thing to get to having high standards or setting high standards is emotionally. Personally, like I can let my emotions either make or break a day. And I'll use today as an example. In the past, we're going to have a little glimmer moment. If you don't know what a glimmer moment is, my therapist and I call it where like you're able to like look back at the past and see how you'd react in a situation versus how you're reacting now and you can see the change. So this morning, wake up, I have like kind of a sore throat. Also, I'm so sorry if my voice sounds weird. I woke up with a sore throat. So I wake up with a sore throat. I go to do my laundry, spill laundry and detergent on myself. I'm like, oh, great. The light in the laundry room, not working. I'm like, I need to like clean my water bottles because if I have a sore throat, like I don't want the germs like anywhere near me so I go to clean my water bottles and I knock one over like a 40 ounce cup of water just soapy water poured on me 
and my pants and so I'm like covered in soapy water I got it all over the kitchen I'm like whatever like I'm like I'm just gonna get a towel put on some music and have a better day in my past I would have just started crying like I would have just been crying I would have like come into a slump I would have done absolutely nothing with today I would have made it the most unproductive day ever and sometimes that's fine sometimes it's how it's fine to have unproductive days but I feel like I've grown in my emotional like well-being my emotional maturity in that moment I had my glimmer moment because I was like I'm not letting this get me down also those were like three things that like everything like I feel like comes in three so those were three things where I was like okay nothing more bad is gonna happen today like that was the worst time to move on and so I feel like just being able to like recognize those little things is super important and so that's kind of what I mean by prioritizing your emotional well-being is being able to for me it was being able to be less emotional it's going to be different for everybody but I think it's super important to recognize where you're at emotionally and see if you want to continue to change in a different direction or if you're happy with where you're at just continuing to notice those little things um the next one is don't settle I feel like this one's super important because I feel like there's a person out there for everyone and so when it comes to this not settling just because it's like it could be the right person but the wrong time and so just like if they have all of these great things but there's one bad thing where you're like in your gut like you're like "Mm, I don't know about this maybe listen to your gut maybe it's just not the right time just don't settle for it because I mean, obviously, it depends on what it is. Like, for me, if they're a Green Bay Packer fan, I'm not going to be like, no, no, everything else about you is great. But that one thing, like, mm, I don't know. My dad might disagree with me on that, but we'll see. Um, We'll see when the time comes. Hopefully, that's not the case. Hopefully, we find someone who's either a Chiefs or Minnesota Vikings fan, but, you know, we're good with whatever. I'll, no matter what, I will not not become a Minnesota Vikings fan. Don't you worry. So just like stuff like that, like if someone's like, I feel like forcing you to change who you are also, or just like doesn't like you for what the things that you like, like that, don't settle. Like, don't be like, well, like you're right. Like, I don't like how much I read. Like I'm going to, I'm going to start watching movies because like you like watching movies or I'm going to watch you play video games because you like, like, no, like you can have the things that you like and they can have the things that they like. And I saw Haley Pham talk about how her boyfriend plays video games and she reads and like I'm like that's great like you both have things that you like like she like he's not forcing her to play the video games and she's not forcing him to read like they're just doing their own thing in the same room and like I feel like that's fine like I'm personally a fan of that so just like being able to not settle and if anyone is trying to make you change like definitely take a step back and be like how important are they in my life like why are they making me change like is it for the better like are they trying to help me become a better person or is it because like they're jealous of who I am and they're trying to make me be a worse person I feel like that's also important but that's kind of all I have for adventures and boys I just want to say again remember that setting high standards doesn't mean seeking perfection but rather creating a relationship that aligns with your beliefs and values I just want to like keep repeating that because I feel like the more I say it the more I'm gonna feel like that's true like when people say those like things to me like I don't think they're trying to be mean I think they're trying to be helpful but I think it's important to be like 
I have high standards for a reason. Like these are the things that I'm wanting in a relationship and I just know that person's going to come along. And just remembering that we're all at different places in our lives, but I think remembering that and looking back at past relationships, whether it's friendships or um, I wanted to say intimate relationships. What are they called? I think, is that what they're called? I'm like, I'm blinking. Yeah, sure. Like relationships in any aspect, just looking back at them, seeing the ones that went well, seeing the ones that didn't and realizing what kind of went wrong and being able to fix that for the future and your future relationships, I think is super important. But I'm gonna be honest, if anyone ever again tells me like, well, I guess I can't say that. I was gonna say if anyone ever again tells me that they like my hair better straight than curled, like I might punch them in the face, but that's not true because I know his intention was right. But like the timing of all times to tell me this, not at homecoming, first of all, but hopefully he's changed. I don't know. I don't follow him anymore, but I hope your life's good. So yeah, that's kind of all I have to say. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was able, like you were able to kind of get some takeaways from it, whether it's being able to set those standards for yourself, kind of set a list of some non-negotiables you have, or just an appreciation for my dad, because I don't tell him enough how much I appreciate him. So dad, if you're listening, I really appreciate you. Thank you for all that you have done. And um, yeah, I look forward to coming home this summer so he can take some good Instagram photos. If you don't know, I'm trying to go to Italy and um he, we're like trying to go, so it's a two week, um, study abroad and we get to go, like, I'm trying to go over with my parents a week early. So those, I'm just like, I'm just thinking about them. I'm like, I just know that man is going to kill that week of just content creating. He's going to eat it up. But anyway, I hope you have a good Valentine's day, whether that looks like hanging out with your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, going to a movie by yourself or with whomever, having a little self-care night, going out to dinner, whatever you got to do. I hope you have a great Valentine's Day. Just know if you need me, I'll be in class or reading my book and my phone will probably be on Do Not Disturb, which is totally fine. But with that, I hope you were able to get some good takeaways. You were able to kind of reflect back on your past relationships, look for things in future relationships. And I hope this episode, if anything else, was entertaining. I hope you got to see me get a little um, nervous and a little pink when I was talking about my past relationships. But yeah, so <laughs> um, yeah, I just like I have to just like patiently wait for this to go on the internet forever. But it's okay. I hope you were entertained or you had some good takeaways or both. But with that, I just want to say thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.